Hello, Hello friends. I'm your host, Jacob Rhodes, and welcome to Field Pod Summer Shorts. Today, I'm presenting part two of my interview with... After that, we'll have a guest artist slash advisor, Lisa Schilling, give us our go-sees this week. Let's get started. Summer Shorts! And those were businesses which were my places. I was connected to them. I was either shopping in the store or deli or bodega, or I was, um, or they were supporting my projects with kids, for example. Mm-hmm. So there is this beautiful uh, donut shop, uh, Peter Pan. And the owner, she's American, but she always was supporting Polish community, and she's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I picked 12 businesses, and I drew the map of the Greenpoint and Williamsburg. I put the hollows on the map, and then those 12 businesses. And they uh, installed one of my paintings, landscapes from Poland, in their uh, facilities. Uh, and these are paintings that you made in... in Those are the, actually the paintings from the exhibition in, in Brooklyn Lib- Library. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can still see them here and there in Greenpoint. One of them in Christina Restaurant oh. in Manhattan, on Manhattan Avenue. The other one in my favorite Northside Bakery mm. on Nassau. Yeah. And a few other places. I created those maps on the tote bags. Inside yep. of the tote bags, uh, I put all the brochures. Yes, oh, brochures, pamphlets. Pamphlet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the visitors of the exhibition mm-hmm. could see on one side of the wall my paintings with portraits of Polish immigrants and uh-huh. the landscapes behind them. Well, on the other wall, there was the wall was filled with tote bags mm-hmm. hang on the hangers yeah and they could pick one and go for a scavenger art hunt oh okay so i was inviting them to visit those places Mm -hmm. almost like forcing or (laughs) 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 providing an opportunity here you go i like that the best (laughs) to visit those places and have this excuse I'm here just to see this art piece, uh, uh-huh. but I wanted them to connect with those places because in my opinion, they, they were next clients, possible clients. Okay. Or yeah. But also these were places that are of the community, right? That you yes. want the sort of new, new artists com- yeah, yeah. in a certain way to kind of go and, and pay homage or respect to. Yeah. Um, the community that already lives there yeah because you know like for many newcomers traditional places from Greenpoint like packed with identity like Polish Uh deli Polish grocery Polish restaurant yes they might be intimidating because they are not something you you know Mm -hmm. as an American or anyone from different culture culture you know yeah and I wanted to bring people to those businesses. And during this exhibition, I also exhibited um, on one of the rooftops 
the landscapes from the project you can't carry your landscapes with you it was like a loop video uh -huh. from say frames of those landscapes they were talking about oh uh, okay yeah and that is that from the movie yeah, but it's yeah it is from the movie yes okay. Okay. yeah 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 this reminds me of here we do like a, a block get together people who we describe as elders of the block mm -hmm. and those are people who have been here you know some of them grew up here and feel that sort of gentrification in a yeah. very a very personal and scary way we're going to do this thing please everybody come out make sure to say hi to the elder uh, you know ray he lives here you know these people have been here for a lot longer than we have and let's give them respect and then everybody knows them then you know they're sitting out on their porch you can walk by and say what's up ray how you doing you know and they're like hey look yeah it's very like nice because <laughs> i feel like for older people it's also changes are more difficult definitely yeah yeah very nice i like that so yeah i like that you're doing the same thing you're connecting uh, a sort of older community that's in a sense is being pushed out by gentrification with a younger art, I guess, community, which is like younger or not younger outsiders. So outsiders. outsiders. Yeah. So yes. it's not about age at this point. It's about being new to the community and mm. either embracing it or disregarding it. Mm. Yeah. On, the, on those tote bags, I drew uh, on one side. There was this map of Greenpoint and Williamsburg together with businesses on the other side of the tote bag i put my drawings from the other project household landscape <laughs> <laughs> so when i moved to greenpoint and i started to visiting houses uh -huh. of people living there i noticed that in the kitchen they are using ludwig which is the old school dish soap from poland oh okay nobody's using it in Poland anymore. And I still remember the excitement when borders were open after 89 and we started to buying German cosmetics yeah, and products. And and products yeah. Yes. So no one wanted to use Ludwig, uh -huh. but here everyone did. And I was like, why it's happening again? And then I started to look at my own household and I noticed that I'm a proud owner of many Polish cosmetics, for example. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. So I understood that Polish immigrants are creating their household landscape by surrounding themselves with products from their country. Yeah, keeping an identity. Yes, and it's exactly the same in any other culture. So I started to go to the closest Polish deli in Greenpoint, getting one product a day and drawing it uh. and posting it online in English and Polish because I felt like I'm advertising it a little bit for my American friends uh -huh. and then connecting with Polish community through posting them. And then that project got put onto the, the other tote side bags. of the tote bag. Yeah, there's like little drawings of each one of these. Yes. I mean, how many items were there? It's like 20, 20 or so. Yes. Yeah. 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 So then they could go to these places Ask with their questions. tote bags. Yeah, but get curious. Yeah. See the drawing and like, what is well, Can I eat it or should yeah, I put yeah. it on my skin? What do you do with that? But it's also part of the scavenger hunt and the connecting of the two different yes. uh, worlds, right? Is that they're, 
is that they're like, oh, this is <laughs> Zelenk Polisky. <laughs> Miata? <laughs> um, mint tea. <laughs> yeah, okay. Simple. Uh, yes. Um, that was me attempting a language I've never tried to <laughs> attempt before. So you're once again creating an opportunity for uh, these two groups to connect. Yes. It can be just something as simple as, hey, I can't. I just came to see where the painting is. The painting here. Oh yes, you know the painting's right there. If you yeah. want to look at it, and then they're like, "Oh, that's you know, no. that's a painting, right?" And then <laughs> they'll look around the store, hopefully, right? And and then maybe that, and then they have a sort of scavenger hunt with the bag, so they have mm-hmm. a little more time in the store, maybe yeah. to also be to catch. Again, just giving opportunity, creating a space, right? I cannot yeah. force anyone to go to Polish Deli, or <laughs> although I'm trying to convince all my friends who are huh. not Polish. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> to visit and to see Polish products, buy Polish products or yeah. visit Polish bakery, which is amazing, <laughs> uh-huh. for example. <laughs> but, anyway. you know, you cannot force force anyone to do that. But curiosity. And you told me a story good. about how to um, find the best bread yes. in, the, in the Polish bakery. Do you want to share, yeah. those? You want to share that <laughs> secret? <laughs> so the best bread yet I found in New York, mm-hmm. Northside Bakery at Nassau. And it's made with no fillers. It's made with like traditional East. Bread makers will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite heavy, which means it's good. <laughs> and it's it's very healthy. I test it on myself <laughs> and I'm very <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> Awesome. And the name of the bread is chleb babuni, which means grandma bread. And you were saying the way that you know the best one is how heavy <laughs> it is, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you, weigh, I weigh bread. Yeah, I can, yeah. <laughs> like one of my general questions is like, what is a successful artwork like for you? Or is that something that you would see as a success? So for me, success, if it comes to project, it's connecting with someone. And it doesn't have to be a crowd, uh-huh. but if it's just one person, um, relatively, dis- the happiness is on the same level for mm-hmm. me. I truly appreciate it. And I did have projects when I connected just, I felt like the project was dedicated to one person. Uh, yeah. uh, and it made me very happy. Mm-hmm. So connecting with someone or getting through with the message it's very fulfilling for me and then I feel like it, it is successful. Also, when I enjoy the project, <laughs> <laughs> I repeated uh, welcome to my Greenpoint project. I created a sister project in Santa Monica when I was invited to 18th Street Art Center. Okay. And I created a project over there, welcome to my Pico. Uh-huh. Again, I was already experienced with working with communities, so it was easier for me to connect, even mm-hmm. though I was there just for three months. And I connected with six businesses, I believe, in Pico Boulevard. Uh-huh. And the same thing, I created a map, I put the businesses on the map, and I had an exhibition there. Uh, was this a Polish community as well? Or was so I was truly, there was one Polish uh, restaurant. Okay. It was a really good restaurant, oh. Polish restaurant, really cool and amazing people. Uh, what's, do you there. remember what it's called? And they changed the name because oh. before it was Warszawa and now it's Solidarity, I think, or other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, but. P- 
people are amazing. The daughter of the first owner took over, and she's a great person. Again, a woman. Again, a woman. <laughs> Again. <laughs> there seems to be a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question because, you know, I started my residency over there, and I was really hoping to connect with Polish community in Los Angeles. And I had this great project going on with Welcome to My Pico, include, where I included Polish restaurant. And a bunch of people show up because it was connected to some kind of party of the block. Oh, uh-huh. bunch of people show up, yet I didn't see even one Polish immigrant (laughs) (laughs) and that made me very sad and frustrated because you worked really hard to try to yes yeah i tried to yeah i connected with community representatives and i posted it and Uh i did way more effort than i did in greenpoint (laughs) with my projects but you also lived in greenpoint right so you were yeah were you there longer so you could yes but i think it's just la yeah dynamics yeah la sucks (laughs) not anymore (laughs) i have a theory about that (laughs) you have a theory about oh wow (laughs) because i believe everything changed when uh, uber and lyft show up in la that's true you're right you're right you're right i have a different city now i have visited since then and you and you're 100 percent right yeah um, not everybody is drunk driving, which I'm is not, great. <laughs> I'm not, and it was the most frustrated experience ever that I had to go to a party as a designated driver, usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a different city. And yeah. I met so many people who have no cars. I was my first experience. My first answer was like, are you crazy? Yeah. You're living in LA and you have no car. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is they a don't. different city. What's happening in your studio? <laughs> I have no studio. <laughs> <laughs> the studio is your, the world is your studio. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I do not have studio. So I'm very excited to find one. Mm-hmm. I feel so ready. And during pandemic, I went back to painting. Yeah, during pandemic, when it started, I jumped in right away and did the project with Polish community on Zoom. Oh, uh-huh. So I connected to families I worked with before, kids and teenagers. We were meeting every day, five days a week. Wow. I called it Make Art Stay Home. It was during the lockdown, and it was amazing. This project saved me. Not many people talk about it, but it was a horrifying time for artists because hmm. you had this question in your mind like, what am I doing? Why am I doing art? Who needs art? Yeah. The world is shutting down. Who needs art? I was scared and I felt terrified like everyone. But when I started this project, I felt me again. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> because, you know, those kids, those teenagers were meeting me every day. They were there on time. Oh, cool. Even if I forgot or I was like, maybe not today. Maybe they won't call me. They would call me and, Miss Asha, are you ready? Uh Are we meeting today? And I could feel it was very fulfilling for them. It was saving them in in a sense because we created a community on Zoom, mostly girls. (laughs) 
<laughs> Just complete. Uh-huh. Yes, and I didn't give them any lesson plan. We were just meeting and everyone was doing their own art. And they came up with so many different ideas. They created some kind of movie script uh-huh. and they did sculptures and drawings and paintings and they were interacting with my projects because I did those drawings of pandemic objects. Mm. It was just amazing. And then it shut down the moment they opened the parks like that, (laughs) which was on one hand uh, disappointing on the very first moment when my ego (laughs) Uh spoke to me. But then I was like, that's great. It's just to prove how much this project was needed at Mm. this moment. And then I started to paint because I had no interactions at the moment with community. So I got this residency with Artist Alliance and Residency Unlimited. And I had a studio and I started painting again. Uh, screenshots from Polish soap operas. And then I moved a little bit further and I started to paint screenshots from other movie series. Mm. From Netflix, for example. <laughs> <laughs> they were just any series that had like a was it a polish series or what no any series it was you know for me at this moment i felt everyone experienced experience of immigrants so what 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 is that experience it's the the longing for place longing for the landscape because Uh many uh, people who were living in new york and loved new york were suddenly forced to move back to their family home Mm mm-hmm somewhere in America or yeah. outside of America. Yeah. Uh, so they were longing for New York. So I bet they were watching some American seri- series uh, uh-huh. from New York. In- just interesting to see that people are experiencing, can understand. I was hoping that they will understand through this experience, the experience of immigrants, mm-hmm. the dislocation, longing and nostalgic memories. Yeah. So I was just hoping that it will give them similar experience, yeah. the understanding of experience. So they can have some empathy, that, maybe. Yes. They can see it through that yeah. lens, right? Yeah. So I really hope I will go back to painting soon. I'm very yeah. excited about it. And Anybody so have a ready. studio out there? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Residency would be nice. Yeah. And for me, it, I forgot to say it, uh-huh. but I was, I am trying to connect craft with concept of working with community so my language my my dialogue with community is through craft through making art the connection is the goal and the the sort of pathway is this thing that you're setting up right yeah. the craft okay well thanks for talking with me today you. it was it's been really great i I think I think practice is really interesting. Social practice has, has always been an interest of mine, but um, I do like all of the stuff that you've been doing specifically in, through the channels that you have. Um, and now go ride your bike in a hot day. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Go see. This is Lisa Schilling, artist and advisor, and she's going to give us 
this week's <laughs> go sees. So take it away. Hi. Uh, super happy to have been asked. And before we start, by way of introduction, I love summer shows for a lot of reasons, and I hate them for only one reason. Love summer shows because it's usually when galleries take risks. I think in some ways it used to be kind of like a throwaway show because people expected people to be out of town. So they're like, why not let the art handlers curate? And then something amazing would happen, usually. Other thing I love about it is I get to see artists who I wouldn't necessarily see in these gallery spaces because galleries take chances on not just curators but artists. It's great. Mm. One of the things I hate, and probably the only thing I hate about summer shows, is summer hours. They're not posted a lot of times. you got to call them to find out what they are. So if you, like, make a plan to go to see something, you absolutely have to, like, DM them, call them, make sure they're going to be there, because if you're going to make a real effort to see it, you kind of want them to be open. That is my, like, one caveat. Let's just dive in. Uh, I started with um, the show Upstairs at Rachel Efner. Uh, it's called Extraterrestrial, and it was curated by um, their senior director, Rebecca Chozik. Have you seen any of the shows that Rebecca's done? No, but she actually curated um, Albert Perez's uh, solo show up there. Um, we had uh, set up a solo show with uh, Elle. Rebecca had been, I guess, visiting him, and uh, they did a solo show with him on the Upstairs the month before we were... Right. We had our show of his. That's right. That's right. Both shows were great. You and she have some similar interests, so that doesn't surprise me at all. The current show, Extraterrestrial, is kind of weird and wonderful. That's how I would describe it. It has a lot of materiality, a lot of paintings that are not paintings but are paintings, a lot of sculptures that are paintings and also sculptures, a lot of soft things. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot to see, and I imagine there's probably something there for just about anybody, which is kind of hard to do, and particularly in a smaller space. I feel like go for the big green tongue, stay for the alligator. There's your hook. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to go then. <laughs> Next, we have the Sadie Alaska show at 56 Henry at um, 105 Henry. Of course, it's still called 56 Henry, so it's a little confusing, but you'll figure it out. It's called If Everything is a Hammer and a Nail, Make Lemonade. All of the works kind of traffic in the this sort of sloganeering uh, fruit salad, I would call it, where they're like chopped up and kind of reapplied to make other meanings uh, or multiple meanings. And what are they? Are they? Are they anything in particular? Thank you for asking. They <laughs> are. They're, they're fabric paintings. Um, they're unstretched. They are, in fact, flags. She calls them flags. Okay, cool. And there are quite a few of them. They look great. They are quick and breezy, and yet if you spend time with them, you have moments of discovery, which I really appreciate. I mean, she's a pro. She's a really good painter and just all-around interesting artist. I do love that she's taken this um, flag backdrop uh, at a time when we kind of all want a flag for whatever is going on, like for everything. And their human scale, depending on the shape of your human form, and most of them have text on them. And they have other things like images of airplanes or body parts or people, things like that. It just feels really kind of right now. I think I was saying earlier that it feels a little bit like she rifled through her protest closet <laughs> 
and just put them all out because they feel like something that you could kind of walk around with and, you know, use. I like that a lot. Have you seen the Ever Baldwin show yet? No. Okay. So Ever Baldwin has a show, and I believe it's there for a solo show at Marinaro Gallery. And the title of it is called Quiet Yes, which is kind of cryptic and wonderful in a way that the paintings are as well. They're these small-ish, not really small, but small, small-ish paintings. Every single one of them comes in a unique frame that they've made out of charred and blackened uh, shaped wood. Um, and they feel both funny and scary. It feels like the paintings are looking at you a little bit. That's um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not always faces, uh, discernibly. Sometimes they look like they are maybe interior spaces. Sometimes they look like they are abstract spaces. Mm -hmm. But you do get the feeling that they are looking at you. And when you're in the space, it kind of feels like a chorus. Like you're in a forest almost, or like, you know, with other beings. I, I really, I love them. I think they're great. There is a Big and impressive and, I would say, ambitious two-part group show curated by the artist Khalil Robert Irving. They're a sculptor. Well, an artist. I don't really know how they identify. I've seen their sculpture. Their personal work has a lot to do with layers of social experience. They curated this show called Summer Nights and Summer Days. Summer Nights are at Canada. And Summer Days are at Klaus von Nixhagen. And... It's got kind of the gamut, painting, sculptures, things that look like a little of both. It's a very ambitious show. It's been a while since we've seen like a two-part show like that. I mean, that's a lot of space. It's a lot of space. You're absolutely right. And it's really well laid out too. Very astute. The objects are not these like massive grand objects. You know, a lot of times when people have shows like that, they kind of, they fill it with like really big paintings. And like some really, a couple really big objects. And that's not the case here. As a sculptor myself, I really appreciate that they chose these sculptures. Well, actually all of the works, but they feel a little bit like, do you remember learning about Giacometti's disagreeable objects in art school? Yes. <laughs> right, right. We all remember those. And they're amazing. And yeah. weird. And upsetting. <laughs> but beautiful. And these kind of feel like they have a relationship. I mean, they're made by all different people, but they, they I think they were chosen for their oddness, I'll just mm -hmm. call it, their uncanniness, and the fact that they were really incredibly well edited, you know, a lot of the work. I, you don't always see that, and I really appreciate it. The last show that I'm going to talk about is at Frosch and Company. It's a solo show, and it's called A Line in the Sand, and the artist is Robert Yoder. I know Robert, he's a wonderful person, and he has a great gallery in Seattle, where he lives. Uh, it's called Season, so if you find yourself in Seattle, definitely take a look, look him up. But Robert is also a really dedicated artist. He doesn't really talk about that when he is at representing his gallery at art fairs or selling other people's work, but he has a strong and dedicated practice wherein he explores kind of the queerness, I would say, of minimalism and the stories embedded in objects. It's a very sweet show. It's beautiful and quiet, very much like Robert, actually. 
you know, it's interesting when people present and you see their work and you're like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I would highly recommend that. I feel like his work, and I we've talked about this before, but I feel like his work has to do with this idea of the minimalism of longing. There aren't a lot of other things jammed into it. He's a really good editor. He spends a lot of time making each piece. He really does whittle it down to a few personal and nameable emotion. You can't ask for more, really, yeah. There's a lot of editing going on in this list. I do like, I have to admit, I do like concise work. I like messy work too, but there has to be something in there for me to grab me so that I trust that what someone's making is intentional. All right, thank you. <laughs> My pleasure, thanks for having me. <laughs> awesome. This is Field Pod Summer Short. Have a great summer. She's amazing.